Greetings and welcome, everyone. It's All You Can Geek Gamecast, episode 666. I'm one of host, Jim Gass, joined by Mike Sneedy. What's up? And maybe an audio for a little bit of Tony Korkanakis. Yo! Welcome, guys. Welcome, listeners. Welcome, viewers. We are live on Twitch starting Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock. Please join us live. Uh, if you do miss these broadcasts, we are on YouTube, so subscribe to those channels. We appreciate it. And, oh, leave us a like and a comment. Love to hear some comments back. Um, so we appreciate that, guys. All right, Mike and Tony. Tony, yep. actually, give me, give me what you've been up to in case you have to go. Uh, let's see. Uh, I finished Octopath Traveler 2, which was excellent. Yeah. Um, love that game. Uh, the last boss actually wiped me several times. Uh, just because uh, <laughs> I, I had to really develop uh, different strategies to what I was using all game to uh, overcome the, I don't want to say gimmick, but like the novelty of what it was asking during the last fight. And I was like, oh shit, this is cool. But also at the same time, I was not quite prepared for this. <laughs> Got it. So it took me probably like an hour and a half of like tinkering at attempts to uh, try. But uh, very good. Very good. Uh, so then, um, while I was waiting for Cyberpunk's uh, Phantom Liberty DLC to come out today, over the weekend, I did install Starfield and boot it up just to see, right? I was just like, well, you know what? Let me just play it for a little bit, and if it grabs me, you know, I could delay on Cyberpunk a little bit. But, and I don't want to bash it, because I only played probably like an hour and a half or so, but I don't know whose idea it was to have you start off just mining. Yeah. Because I was just like, this is boring as shit. Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? Dude, like, go here and mind this. I was like, dude, come on, man. Like, why? I want to I talk about this, too. Um, I mean, Mike... that part is not that long, but it is. No, it's not that long, but it doesn't grab me, right? So, like, no. Here's my gripe. And, okay, so just I'll get to Baldur's Gate. And there's a reason I almost was done with Baldur's Gate. We'll get into it. I'm not. Uh, I was almost done with it. Like, I'm so pissed I'm done with it because uh, I got so angry, frustrated with the, the difficulty. So I decided to start playing Stargate, uh, Stargate, Starfield. And um, and I had the same opinions. Uh, so my my biggest gripes with this is like, that was useless. That was just, I don't, that doesn't make me like, she's like, oh, you have to go away now at the end of the mining thing. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do this. Why, why do I want this? Like, I just started playing the game here. What What's the incentive to go off an adventure? I don't care. Um, like, but you have to go. Um, so it's like, th- there's really no freedom of choice in this game whatsoever. Um, and coming from Baldur's Gate, it's kind of like, wow, what? that's kind of very limited. But like that, I just feel like this game is dull. Like, I'm sorry. Like I've played maybe an hour. It's only an hour, not far. Probably an hour of it. And I just feel like it's, it's dull. And I'm sorry if I have to play this game for 20 hours to find out it's not dull. That's, I'm sorry that that's fucking ridiculous. Um, and I just feel like <laughs> the combat's fine. It's nothing great. What does this do that's better? What does this do better than Fallout 3? 3. Which was like the greatest Fallout game. You can argue New Vegas or whatever it is, but go ahead. What does it do better than those? It's just, there's just more, really. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's bigger. It, and... I don't think it looks better. I don't think it looks great. The characters seem ghosts. Like, they don't seem like they're soulless. The characters seem soulless to me in this game. I feel like I had better and emotions. Still a, mass a big step up from any other Bethesda game, visually. <laughs> Sure. Um, um, some of the some of the environments, yeah, I would agree with. But honestly, the thing is, and again, I'm only, I literally did like the intro. I did the space combat, and I did the first like field mission or whatever. Okay, so like that. Yeah, we're in the same spot. Okay, okay. The same. I did the same. And and like it's fine. Like it's not bad. But honestly, the biggest thing for me is I'm just like this feels like I'm playing an Xbox 360 game. Like not not graphically, but I mean like it feels just like hey, this could sit right along Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas. 
That's what I'm saying. Uh, like I, I, I loved, I love Fallout Three. That was like my game of the year. But mm, what does it do? Fallout what does it improve like upon? What does it improve game. upon? It's been how many years? Like what does it bring that's new? The whole space thing. The whole you have a ship sure. that you build and can customize. You have dogfighting in it, and yeah, you can go to these planets and resources. I, but that's even limited. Like that's that. very controlling about what you do in this game and how you get to these planets. It's not like a free flight. You have to like zoom out. There's a lot of loading. Uh, not really. That. You can. It depends on what you want to do. You can skip most of the loading screens by just fast traveling from one location to another after you've been there. But you probably don't want to do that. I go to space because up in space you get your random encounters. Um, when you go into the orbit of an area you want to be in, yeah. and um, I mean a lot, you really want to sort of get invested, both skill point wise and um, you know, resources and attention into the to your ship and making it better for dogfights or boarding or looking cool or and uh it takes a lot of money um but you know it's it's there and that sort of one of the things that can really separate it from other bethesda games and incentivize you to do other stuff the other thing is the main quest seems intentionally not urgent compared to what you would do you are meant to fuck around with everything else and sort of the main quest at your leisure because um that's just how it's designed. And the um, faction quests, especially the um, C Vanguard um, faction, is like each yeah. faction quest feels like its own I heard those really narrative. Fun. I heard those are very game. fun. Yeah. Um, um, I heard those are more fun than actually doing the actual main story. Um, but like my, I said, my issues are it, the, I don't like... I don't like the characters that I've encountered so far. They fe- they seem like I'm, they don't have emotion. They just stand there talking to me like like sticks, and they do. And that's a Bethesda game. Um, I get it, but it doesn't mean that it should be acceptable in this era. Like it just I understand it, but it doesn't make me want to keep my Xbox. And in fact, the I have if I didn't subscribe for three months to Game Pass for now, like I pay, I use the prepaid, uh, there would not be an Xbox in my house right now. I'd go that far. Uh, so I'm at the point now where I'm done with my system. I'll play this game because I paid three months for Game Pass. So once I finish Baldur's Gate 3, I'll come back and I'll play it. But I'm not expecting it, unless it hooks me. It's got a chance, obviously. But I'm probably moving my Xbox to a PS5 by the end of this year. Yeah. Again, I'm not calling it bad game. It's just right from the get-go, there's, there's no hook for me yet. And I'm sure it'll get better in some regards. Like Obviously, once I get to the facts and stuff or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's fine if it hasn't evolved. It's just, I think, personally like i i wanted some more advancements in you know rpg system i wanted, yeah, I wanted more like i wanted like a pressing i wanted like a bethesda mass effect like i think that's, that's really what, what i was expecting is, pretty much it's not really? no it's not let me ask Why? you something which game has more aliens in it fallout 3 or starfield <laughs> i mean are we talking about uh random enemy aliens you can shoot because probably Starfield. no no we're talking about <laughs> Like interactable, yeah, NPCs. like chatting with them and everything. Yeah, I don't know. There might be some out there. It's hard to say. There's this not. world, though, there's has not been intelligent life contacted, and that's kind of the main thrust that's of the thrust story. I just know that everything I've heard from people is there's no aliens in the game. So, like, there's no aliens to talk converse with. So, um, that's a big loss in in a game that's built around space. And Fallout Three had that. Had aliens. 
Yeah. You had the ghouls, you know. Yeah. You had the entire... There was an alien expansion for that at some point, too. So there was, yeah, like, a whole thing ghouls, about You can count the random counter aliens. Sure. <laughs> but I just... You can have... But you can have interaction with ghouls in Fallout 3. Yeah, the, the smart ones, I guess. Yeah. I'm just saying, like... No, there's there's just factions of people, because... I would, I would say, from what I've gotten so far... With the exception of the bugs, Fallout Three was I liked Fallout Three the VAT system better than this, so I just like that game That's better. That's different. I mean, they don't have VATs in this because the gunplay is a bit better, um, but everything is sort of a lot of stuff is locked behind perks. You got to kind of yeah. perks. I mean, like actual skill points open up abilities a little bit more in this game. Like your jetpack, you need that uh, a skill point. Um, a lot of the traversal in the ship and like leveling that up, you need um, stealth. You need to unlock with the skill point as well. Um, pickpocketing too. So yeah, you got to do all that for stuff just, first, really. Too. I just feel like uh, the other stories I've heard is like you could kill everybody in in like a faction and then go talk to the the leader and be like, oh, everything's cool. Um, I just I don't feel like that's good AI interaction. I just don't feel like that's. That There's works. definitely some. They want you to do things one of like maybe three ways. Not like can't go too too crazy with just random stuff in this game. Unfortunately, yeah, that's definitely something that I think is a drawback. And I'll say the companions are a little bit of a drawback too because mm-hmm. there's no companion commands in this game for some reason is backwards um you can't have them like hack something for you or lockpick they don't they have all these specific skills but i don't exactly know where they're um implemented i think they might boost you or the ship if they're on your crew but i'm not exactly sure because you can't tell them to unlock a door or do something there's a step back i think and there's not that many i mean there's a lot of people who could follow you around have a couple things to say and have like maybe a sort of unlock them quest but it's really for like romanceable quest giving fully fleshed out companions and that's it and that's also i think disappointing that said yeah there's a get the procedurally generated stuff i've barely really done anything with that like here and there just where put a happen to put an objective somewhere on one of those places there's just a lot of quests and a lot of locations. A lot of actually, like, you know, handcrafted locations. Way more than I expected. And, um, just how big the world is, the universe, I should say, um, it, again, I've, it gives you the impression that there can be the middle of nowhere. So when you come across something and what you think is the middle of nowhere, you're like, oh, what is this doing here? And you, you find, like, a spaceship or, or space station out, like, on, like, some moon, and you're like, oh, Okay, I didn't, and you go in, and there's a full, like, handcrafted, like, little, you know, like, I don't know, like a medical place or something that has its own, like, little floor and people talking to you and stuff. So there's a lot more to it. And also, I would say, um, those quests that you would get in other Bethesda games where it would literally be, like, an activity, like, you mm-hmm. overhear, like, a guard saying something. This game, that's a full-on quest when you do that, like, you with, like, different stops and different things that happen, so... There's a lot to do, but there is some... It's a large game. I'm not arguing we've that. We've gone backwards with yeah. this some ways, and it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, we'll see when we get into it more. Um, 
All right, cool. Anything else, Tony? I think he left. Oh, he left? Okay. Yeah. Um, um, so I've obviously been playing Starfield. Uh, I'm yeah. about 55 hours in. Um, that's cool. I, I mean, right. I, like I said, I've, I've liked it a lot, um, but it's the faction quests, really, and um, the, the ship stuff. I'm still my class uh, A ships, which are the smaller ones that can't quite hold as much cargo and people as you want. Um, but I'm looking to get a bigger ship because when you have a bigger ship, you can have fit more crew. That means you can put all your companions on your ship and just have them with you all the time, and you can switch back and forth easier. You want extra cargo because that's you know carry capacity. Luckily, yeah. you can sell from your shipped cargo as well in most places, so that's good. Um, yeah, I want a bigger ship, but I have to work there. I have three ships right now. I don't know if I'm going to sell one or... I fiddled a little bit with the shipmaker. It's it's pretty hard. It takes a lot of like uh, fiddling basically to get things to work or fit together, and it's expensive too. You need like decently far along. Um, but I'm glad I made some some monstrosity. I made some like crooked ass thing. I called it the shit box, um, and it's built for cargo only. Um, All right, Tro asked you a question, Mike. Uh, what past the twenty hour mark makes it more interesting? Story progression or just where your your ship is at? Uh, um, it makes it more interesting. I would say the because I'm like halfway through like four faction quests. Um, that the the again the UC Vanguard faction quest is like its own main narrative of like another game. That's it's a more compelling one. It feels more urgent, really, than the main story. Um, and, yeah, as as you get more stuff that's better, you do more stuff that's better. I you know, I found a free ship in a situation of uh, doing a quest, and that ship came with some interesting perks that, um, you know, changed most of my encounters in space. And uh, just have more stuff to use, more tools, more weapons. I can lockpick more stuff. Um, yeah, no, it's it's really the faction quests. They get you the most money, too. Um, I would say just... And you, I just keep stumbling into new, like, hub worlds, like little cities. and It's the, it's the exploration part after 20 hours that, like, opens up more, is what you're saying, pretty much? I mean, yes and no. Like, you're not... You need to... If you want to go to the... Random ass planets, you can, but I haven't touched outpost building at all. Um, some people have done that just to get yeah. a, a okay. stream of resources, but some yeah. people just like taking pictures on the moon and shit like that. And the photo okay. mode is good in this game, but okay. uh, right, know, it's mostly good. just being able to do more and having just more quests open. And cool, yeah. Um, yeah, I've been playing Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh, cool. You played Mortal Kombat in that in that amount of time. How was that one? just started though um, okay it's it's funny because obviously i'm a nether realm guy but i am suffering from playing street fighter earlier this year <laughs> like <laughs> slamming i i hate well listen in injustice it's you, you don't have a block button you have you press back or down not even down back which i liked in that game and this you have a block button and i'm it's taken me a while to get used to that again um mm. But okay. uh, so far, it seems okay. I just started, like, the story mode. Um, okay. 
No more next week. I, I did want to sort of break up my just Starfield. Like, you can do almost nothing in that game, and it just takes a lot of time sometimes. Um, I just wanted to do get up a little bit and see. But, yeah. yeah, that's what I've been doing. All right, yeah, I've been playing uh, tons of Baldur's Gate. Um, I was at the point where I mentioned I played Starfield because I was at the quitting point where I'm like, I can't take this difficulty. Like, I'm on the easiest setting for this game, and I'm like getting steamrolled. And um, pretty scary. Yeah, in act, the end of Act Two for me at that point was like just I was on it last week. I was talking about it. It was insanely difficult getting through to the point where I'm like, I had to basically like hack, not hack. I had to make a, a skill check roll to make the main boss of Act 2, like, basically kill himself uh, to get to the final form of him to make it easier on that fight. And I just basically blitzed the boss and ignored everybody and hoped that I wouldn't have to clean up. And I didn't. So I, you know, blitzed the boss, killed him, got the experience, got all the equipment. And when I did that, uh, I reached, like, a tipping point with my characters where everything just started to click. Mm. Abilities. Um, and, you know, I'm, like, I'm level 10 with my characters now. Um, that was when I was probably level 7 on him, and that's probably probably kind of low. Uh, but I'm thinking, like, it's Act 2. I'm like, i got to be close because Act 3 is... It's only max level is 12. So I'm like, I've got to be... I'm not that far behind. Um, so, but I hit, I reached a tipping point. I got more into the city of Baldur's Gate, finally, in Act 3. Uh, you know, I'm doing, like, a murder mystery um, discovery thing and uh, doing the main mission. I'm actually in the middle of a, a main mission right now where it's... I've done... I'm, I'm about... I, I pulled too much. I'm going to have to restart it, restart it. I'm like, in the middle of the fight, I'm like, oh, I just... I just screwed this fight up. Like, I just... That's the problem with the game. Like, you can be in the middle of a fight and then just mess up a role or just move your character wrong and trigger somebody else to join the fight. And you're like, I don't have the resources. I can't survive this. And like, I'm already tapped out. So I'm like, I'm fighting like 30 guys in the fight right now. And I'm like, I just can't handle that many people uh, in this game. Because you're, you're, I'm pretty powerful in the game now. But I'm like, it's just... You know, I haven't really... I, I will say that um, the choices, like the fun stories I talked about earlier in the game have more gone away now that i know a direction of what i want to do um i uh did let a guy die to try to catch the villain uh i had an option i'm like well i'm i I tried to get him the first time and he got away from me so this time around i let them let him kill the person and then i got him uh because he was distracted i was able to jump him uh so i did let that happen uh so i'm not playing an evil character um you know, I'm a bad guy, but I, I do help people. Like, I just saved a bunch of other people by letting him kill that person. Uh, I just killed him now. He can't go kill the other five people he was supposed to go kill. So that was the idea. I mean, uh, I'm playing basically, like, on Solo in uh, Starfield, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm basically Steel. playing... I'm kill basically playing. they threaten me, but... My, my circle of welcome is... is based on myself, which was the first part of this game, and now it's, you know, gone out to the circle of my actual friends... And they're first. I don't care about anybody else. Uh, I have a tight-knit uh, group there. Yeah, like, it's, like, the world's there, and they want me to help people. And I'm like, no, because if it's too difficult, it's really more about my group and us getting our help first. And then if I can, I will help you. But it's not my priority. Um, so I just told this one person that I'm going to help them, and then I ended up saying, I'm not going over there to help these people. It's going to take way too long. So I just stormed the gates, and that's where I think I've pulled too many people. <laughs> but... Um, it's uh it's fun it's it's 
challenging and I'm on the easiest difficulty and it's challenging. That's, um, that scares me a little bit if I ever do get to this. Like, game. There's just, the thing is, is like, and then Churro, oh, no, Churro mentioned it last week and Churro, thank you again. Thank you for joining us on the show. Uh, Churro mentioned it last week about the barrels and I was talking about the experience I had and he reminded me like that. They reminded me that there's like, there's just so many other aspects of this game rather than just directly attacking that I have to start exploiting. Uh, and that's what opened up more of the combat for me is terrain, elevation. Um, it's just stuff that you don't even really like think about. I wasn't really using until now Act 3. And once I started using that, it's been way more successful, way more damage, way more crits, way more like explosive stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, using the enemies against themselves, like if somebody's going to blow up, I push them into somebody else and let them blow up. Uh, you know, I really try to use the other, there's so many, the thing with this game, Mike, is there's so many abilities. Like I've got like four dial wheels full of like 16 abilities on each dial wheel. So you're like, what am I going to do in this fight? Like, I don't think I've ever tried this spell. So I'm like, I'm going to try it. And, you know, so it's like, there's so many things I, I've found what I like, but I'm like, there's gotta be something else I can try. Um, so like this fight, I wasted two spells because I didn't know that. They wouldn't work on these characters, uh, but now I've learned it. So, um, and so it, you would say this is more complicated than Midnight Suns, right? Oh, way more, way more. It's way more fun. This the fun sandbox world that you can do with this. The experiences are awesome. This is right now. This is my game of the year, I believe. Like, I just don't see this losing well, I mean, to Zelda. Like, it's yeah, awesome. That's, that's what it um, appeals to me more. Like the actual turn-based combat doesn't really, but yeah. Like this game, as long as it's, it's still landing, the more malleable stories and characters, and but I mean, I was, I was legitimately, I was so close to quitting, and then I started playing Starfield. And I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not done with this. I picked it back up and I stuck with it, and I'm like really happy um, that I stuck with it because now it's like I've, I've turned, hit that tipping point where the combat, there's fights I know I can handle, and I just can blitz them and not worry. This is, you know, what I mean, like, oh, I, these guys have 20 hit points, they're going to be destroyed, uh, and then there's ones where they have like 144, and you're like. Okay, I gotta really think about this a little more. Um, so, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's there's so much of that game. So, anyways, that's that's all I've been playing, and I played a lot of it. So, I'm gonna play more of it this week. So, hopefully, I'll have it done this week. That's what I'm hoping for. We'll see if I ever get to that. <laughs> there's so much to yeah. play this fall. That's what my goal is to get to. Um, like I said, I'm gonna probably get a PS5 because I think my intrigue for Spider-Man is just too great. I have to play it. So, I just. Yeah. I'd rather play that than Starfield at, at this point. Like Starfield is fine. I'm sure it's a fine game, um, but it's not going to be anywhere near the the game that Spider-Man Two is. I'm sure. Like at this point, I've come to that conclusion myself. Like it's I'm a just totally I'm gonna, different type of thing. I'm going but... to enjoy. I'm going to enjoy Spider-Man Two more than I'm going to enjoy Starfield. Like that's what I've come to in my head right now. That I'm going to conclude that. Man. Not to mention, it, right now I've played Zelda and then I've played Baldur's Gate, and I'm like, do I really want to go right into Starfield? You know, large kind of role-playing games three in a row spider-man's a perfect change of pace for it yeah so yeah, it was i don't know if it was the best way for me to go when i tried to blitz through zelda to get to starfield yeah but still a joy so, i don't know yeah so all right uh what do we got in news let's finish this up here uh let's see we've got <sighs> let's see oh um we have capcom talking about purchases so it mentioned last week that microsoft was emailing people about companies to buy and like the list of people you know the companies uh mm -hmm. so capcom says uh, went on record saying it would gracefully decline any acquisition offer for microsoft i believe it would be better if we were equal partners says the ceo coo uh hero uh sujimoto um so uh they're not gonna get bought anytime soon but i think there's gonna be a lot of the thing for 
the thing for like the Japanese companies is there's like that whole pride thing. Not that I'm saying they need to sell. There's like that whole the culture is much right. more uh, histor- historical based, and it's like you know we have this history, and it's like a it's a it's you know it's a pride. They take they take pride in the fact that their company's been around as long as they are. So it's like it's not an easy purchase from anybody. Forget Microsoft to buy anybody from that. So. Um, you know, that's where I believe, that, you know, Microsoft has no shot for these companies to do this. Um, any of these companies. Uh, so. Um, Until they get desperate enough. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see what else we have here. We've got Sony. They really want them. Yeah, we got Sony in the news. Not for a good thing, by the way. Sony had, I don't know if you guys saw, there was a whole like ransomware company yeah. posting that they actually hacked Sony and have like ransomware installed. And like, you know, there's a whole article for that. Um Big, big, like big leak for that's a horrible thing for Sony. I don't know. I don't know if we had an update on this story. Um, it says it plans to sell the stolen data that they got. So I guess that Sony's not going to pay them. I guess I have no idea. But I don't know. We uh, haven't heard anything about it since the initial story. I don't think. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be on the. It's. I'm sure it's investigating, so you can't talk about it. But you know, um, they updated saying that uh, after the hacking group threatened to sell allegedly stolen data. So we'll see what goes on. Keep your eyes peeled for a Sony hack again. Um, uh, you remember the last one years ago, but it happened. Uh, this is a little different with ransomware. Uh, so interesting to hear what goes on with it. Um, the like co-founder of Platinum Games, um, Hideki uh, Kamiya, uh, Kamiya, is uh, he, he's leaving Platinum October twelfth. October twelfth is his last day. Uh, this is the guy who brought us Beautiful Joe. Um, Oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, the beautiful um, Bayonetta and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Bayonetta. Yeah, there's there's a whole uh, bunch of games he's brought from Platinum. Like he's he's fantastic, uh, and it sounds like it's an amicable like a amicable split. Like they're both like Platinum. <clears throat> Platinum wishes him luck and says he's going to do great things. And uh, it sounds like it's an amicable split, but it's kind of weird timing for him to leave. He basically said that he wants to like almost like he wants to. He's he's kind of doesn't like what Platinum is going into and he wants to do his own thing that's what it sounds like like he wants to go into something where he can create something else uh, as opposed to what platinum's working on that's that's what i got from his comments but maybe i'm i'm mistaken on this but uh, i don't know it's always hard to tell when they're translated yeah um so i mean i'm excited to see what he can bring i don't know what he's going to but uh you know i know that he's brought some amazing fun actiony like over the top games that are just visually impressed so impressive um that I'm I'm looking forward to see what he's gonna do. But so I don't know, we'll see. Um let's see. There's a World of Warcraft news, uh Chris Metzen, um, which is I mean, he's taken on he's he's back. Uh so he was like one of the main creators for the the Warcraft universe and um he's t- taken on a full time role as executive creative director of the Warcraft universe. Um so he was uh instrumental in developing foundations of the warcraft universe and we are thrilled to have him rejoin our teams in the shaping in shaping what's to come uh, i know this is received very well from the warcraft fans because like he's his lore is like what he brought uh has been very impressive he has was working on world of warcraft stuff um there's not a lot of blizzard love right now out there uh i know that <laughs> we've talked about it on this podcast so i think this is very good news to bring somebody in that has this respect in the industry um Jiro, I don't think that Jiro just said that drama with Blizzard is done. They have to come back. Let's hold 
let's hold that for now. I wouldn't go that far to say that the uh, the drama is done yet, but uh, it, it's trending in the right direction with this guy coming back. Um, so I'm hoping that this means a good thing. This would this would be like great for uh, the Warcraft because I feel like Warcraft. Uh, just forget the World of Warcraft game. Like I think they should be doing more with that that franchise. Like I just think any you know that's got such a great history and, and we've gotten nothing um from them with this it's just like you know let's 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 bring something back let's let's do some cool stuff you know that's what i want i don't know how i don't know how warcraft game would translate to these uh to nowadays but i think it would be kind of fun i think we're ready for one i don't know is that a real-time strategy game yeah yeah it was an rts um a lot of fun i used to love that game oh my god warcraft 3 i just oh, so good i love that game um so uh, let's see. What else do we have in the news? SAG after members vote to authorize video game strike. Which seems strange now that if you listen to the movie cast, we that the writers' strike is signed to be over with, and the actors are supposed to follow suit. So now we're also starting a strike at the same time with video games. They're authorizing it because I guess there's uh, some fairness that needs to be done there too. You know what I mean? Like there's some underpaid. There's a uh, there's, I mean, the industry obviously has some problems. We know this. Uh, it's just a matter of sure. what's You're what's just... the where do you start? Where do you start? Essentially, like cost of games is high. You know, the whole thing with the Bayonetta actors sort of was interesting in that get paid thousands of dollars for like a couple days of work, but that's also it. That's yeah. just like it sounds the like the environment it's... of <laughs> like. Video Initially, games. it sounds like it's a so, great amount of money, but then you're like, "That's it. You got nothing you else." To, that's why you oh. have the Troy Bakers of the world who are in like every game. Yeah. Um, but I don't know because it's again like per hour. It's like, oh, that's a great deal. But then I guess we from the outside we didn't really realize that for per, an actor to like voice a character in the game, it's like a few days in the studio, and that's it. Yeah, they're not yep. there that long. It doesn't take as much, maybe, as we thought. As far they just, as they, they just go through those lines and then you know maybe come back if they have to touch up something. That's about I'm it. I'm not sure exactly how this is going to play out because lots of weird stuff. And I also think, um, you know, a lot of s- studios would be fine to go voiceless. Yeah, um, a lot of them want to. A lot of them will just have like Todd Howard reading shit like he used to, <laughs> or the the AI specter comes up again here, which is I mean that's the fear from everybody right now. So I th- I think that's no, gotta be driving I, a lot with of it. games. I feel like it's more realistic. Sure. Fortunately, I, so I agree. I agree. I, it's, I think it's uh, a tricky thing for this to happen here. I think at this time. Yeah. I I I think so as well, and I that's why this is happening because this needs to be figured out now before it gets. And, uh, yeah, it's both like you know it makes sense, but it's also like. Or risky, I yeah. feel like. Because there could <laughs> this is, there could just be a lot of studios who are like, all right, we don't need real actors for this. Forget it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, um, like, but uh, again, hopefully it's almost a technicality at this point if the other two are wrapping up. Well, I mean, that's what like, Churro just chimed in. Thank you again. Uh, depends on the lines. A lot of voice actors do motion capturing as well, so maybe there's some uh, and you ask for a lot of the the AAA things, and some a lot of them have different people doing that too. Yeah. Um, well, for the basic like 
cast like i feel like it's just read your lines get out of there and you, you work you know a couple hours on the project and you're out of there you never go back to it you know um so there and are the motion capture sort of yeah. royalty structure yeah. set up yeah and you know i mean i don't need ned farmer ned that was in the background of a you know of a game getting a fortune for the game that sells millions of copies but you have to understand that, that guy is probably trying to get every job that he can and you know they, you got to understand like that's what this is about. It's not really about the big guys. It's about the guys that are just, you know, that's like, it's just like the actors strike. It's not about, you know, Scarlett Johansson. It's, it's about, you know, like I have a friend who's an actor that it's about like him. He's working, tries to get work all the time. And it's, you know what I mean? Like that's it. Um, so it, it's more about the, the little guys uh, getting their fare. Uh, and, and we'll see what comes out with the. I think it, what's going to come out with the actors, is going to be translated more for what we get here too. I think it's going to all kind of shake down. pretty but, similar. The, the, but the weird thing about, in video games is the big guys too are like make Even like them. four thousand yes. dollars on sure. something that, as like the lead and yes that a lead of a game that sells like six million copies and that's it yeah no even so then it's, you're it's right just it's you're just right. strange it's it's so it's almost like tipping culture in a way like the way it's set up is so strange and weird like it's gonna be hard to yeah. truly overhaul it in a way that feels fair if you're really going to break everything down like that because it's just set up for this these little bits and pieces here and there kind of the way yeah no i get it done so we'll see all right and uh that's it that's it guys that's all we got for the news that's it, unless that's it. i mean i i will say the yakuza slash rgg like a dragon um universe fan base is going a little crazy over um very long kind of spoilery i will i will actually advise people not to watch it um if they're I interested i didn't because i'm gonna um, play that yeah trailer like in a 10 minute story trailer for um next like a dragon game like a dragon 8 or yeah the yeah. sequel to other I'm, I'm psyched i'm psyched for it so but i will say um going into this seeing what happens little bit in this trailer i really think you should try to play a lot of the older games before love, you play this i know i like i love how like all i talk about is, is i don't have so i don't have a ton of gaming hours in my day like i can't fit, it's tough to fit it all in uh <laughs> and and having the steam deck for Baldur's gate 3 has helped greatly um so it's like but i love like all i talk about is like i'm gonna play this rpg i'm gonna play this rpg you know what I'm just, all i keep talking about i'm like i can't oh, believe I'm this coming in the end of january that yeah because uh, the other game, like a Dragon Gaiden, Gaiden is and, yeah. in November. Yeah, it is. It's coming quick, and I didn't think so either. Like I'm like, oh, it's never going to make it that same time. But yeah, it's on its way. So I will say for people who know what I'm talking about, the the like big reveal in this trailer, I don't like it. I kind of think it's not a good idea to go that route, and it's probably going to be lame sort of bait and switch type of thing. But I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt to I'm going to attempt to not find this out. How about that? Just go into a blind. It, you know it's, it's hard because you will. There are articles that just say it popping up here and there. I haven't seen I'm it yet, but about. I'm sure it'll come out later. Uh, I'll see it. But uh, like it did it with Metal Gear Solid too. Obviously, we didn't have as much news media at that point. Uh, but yeah. you know that happened for me. So, all right, uh, that's gonna wrap up this episode, though, folks. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it, guys. Once again, Twitch Tuesday nights eight o'clock. Join us. Chat with us. Uh, we'd love to communicate uh, during the call, during the conversations. Join in. Uh, you missed these live ones. Go over on YouTube. Subscribe there. All the contents there. Twitch doesn't keep it. So all the stuffs over there. You can leave us comments over there. I'm gonna comment back to you guys. We appreciate. It. This is gonna wrap it up. We're out.